This icon is racist. I've never ever been a spy. Can the PBS bank uh, The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shit. Can you please come in? Greetings from the Sunday Times studios here in Parktown and welcome to Sunday Times Politics Weekly with me, Amil Amrao. I am joined in the studio this week by my colleagues Apiwe de Klerk and Zingisa Mvumvu. Guys, unfortunately, this week we have an all-male podcast session. Unfortunately, there's lots of testosterone bouncing off I these walls. I think by I mean we'll have a serious problem with this arrangement. <laughs> and it's not because we are a patriarchal structure here at the Sunday Times. It's just because our far superior female colleagues are busy putting the paper together for Sunday and the three of us are just clowning around and clowning around in the office and thought we need something to do. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to get us fired. <laughs> but this week, we only got one focus for you guys and it's the most important topic of the week, and that's President Cyril Ramaphosa's announcement of his new cabinet. Um, the president on Wednesday night um, announced his new cabinet after about a week of speculation about when it was going to happen and who's going to be in it. Um, the president did take his time going about it because that, and that's because he was busy consulta- uh, consulting with alliance partners and various sectors of the party to try and get as close as he possibly could to the cabinet that he wanted. And obviously, I don't think he got the exact cabinet that he wanted. I think there was a lot of horse trading, um, a lot of um, consulting, a lot of um, paying off here and paying off the factions on on either side to try and get as close as he could possibly. Um, Guys, let's start with Ramaphosa's um, reduction, and I put that in inverted commas, um, of of the portfolios from 36 to 28. Um, we've seen a bit of a merger in various portfolios. For example, trade and industry um, has now been combined with economic development. Higher education and training is now combined with science and technology. Environmental affairs has been combined com- combined with forestry and fisheries. Agriculture is combined with land reform and rural development. Mineral resources, importantly, combined with energy human settlements with water and sanitation, sports and recreation with arts and culture. It's going to be a massive portfolio, that one. So what we've seen is a sort of reduction in the ministries and a reduction in ministers, but an increase in the deputy ministers. What do you guys make of this? Uh, I, I think a lot of people are not going to be, or are, are not happy already with the promised reduction uh, mm. with what we have now. Uh, they would have wanted... Uh, you know, to cut yeah. four or f- five more. Um, at 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 a quick glance, it doesn't look like a reduction. Of course, especially with with the, with the increased number of uh, deputy ministers, whom a lot of people had been uh, constantly asking, but what do these people actually do? <laughs> <laughs> and for the and, and they get paid a lot of money to do what what they do, you know, which we don't really know. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, uh, you are right about. Uh, uh, I think the balance uh, or the balancing of factions mm. may have affected the actual number of 
uh, ministries that he ended up with because because the president still has to, to dispense re- patronage no matter how much he doesn't want to he still has to dispense patronage throughout yeah, to, to, the to, to keep his people happy so so you 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 is 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 restrained on how many ministries he can measure sorry and cut uh, I, i think that's probably the reason why he didn't uh, do uh, such a Uh, a big number of uh, or rather um, teach uh, a, a larger number of ministries or merged them to well the uh, main reason Cyril Ramaphosa was supposed to cut down cabinet was to reduce our public wage bill which is absolutely. enormous thing absolutely i mean you see i think this this is uh, the clear sign that south africa as south africans in the main we are very naive to have even believed him in the first place when he made that promise because you know as i've said this before several times i'll say it again the ANC is a problem the ANC has got a culture a culture of patronage it doesn't matter who you put in there as a president he will have to maintain the culture of the ANC which has established over the years that the only way to survive especially in the past 10 years under former president Jacob Zuma is to dispense patronage such that now is the culture because those the same members were there are the same members who are still there now okay. you must still and they are used to that kind of patronage that for me to do to to make sure that you survive and bring with my uh, political constituents to support you is that you deploy me or give me something of uh, material benefit so i mean president Cyril Ramaphosa really had no choice because if he had slashed this cabinet let's say uh, to 25 ministers and maybe 15 deputy ministers he would have serious problems in that many of these people who are in now in this yeah. 62 member uh, no 64 member executive including him and uh, his deputy david mabuza he would have serious problems because now you don't want to have all this kind of people out there mobilizing against you it's a it's a very uh, you know unfortunate problem that to this day uh, i mean uh, decisions of the national executive are still taken to favor the anc the anc as zuma has always said it seems is number one. it comes first because this this is not an cabinet that satisfies South Africans this is a cabinet that satisfies ANC factions and ANC people in general in that they all see themselves represented there but the South Africans who are struggling with a fa- uh, economy that's constra- contracting we we didn't expect this and mm. if anything we expected half of this so that we can save course but unfortunately ANC 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 I think guys equally important as those who made it into cabinet are those who did not make it back into cabinet so who didn't make it back is for the first time since 1994 is Jeffrey Debe um controversial minister as well but to be the Lamini thank god hasn't made it back to cabinet and so did, didn't Nomvula Makanyane Um also included in that list is uh, Susan Shabangu and uh, Michael Masuta for instance and uh, Siabonga Tswele. Um Derek Onikom surprisingly one of uh, Sol Ramaphosa's biggest supporters leading up to Nazrek also didn't make it back to cabinet and Rob Davies. Um so it's interesting in this mix we see a lot of um former oh well not former but prosumer loyalists um who didn't make it back to cabinet. and we also see some Ramaphosa loyalists who also didn't make it back to cabinet as well yeah look uh, the the biggest uh, surprises not to make it back to me were the two uh, Jeff Khadebe and Derek Henekom yeah 
Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, okay, uh, maybe Jeff a family had a family member. And, and <laughs> those, those family dinners are going to be awkward. <laughs> Imagine the first one. <laughs> you invite me to a <laughs> dinner <laughs> while you didn't invite <laughs> me to a cabinet. And easy. And then Derek, I, I don't know why Derek didn't make it back. Um, he has not said he's going to resign from mm. parliament. So um, obviously he had been expecting that he was going to mm. be appointed as a minister. It's not the first time he's been left out of cabinet, isn't it? No, it's not. Uh, Jay Z did the same thing uh, just uh, a few uh, a year oh, or two. A year or two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I'm I'm really interested why uh, he uh, you 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 get Jeff Khadebe. Uh, that man is old, man. He was old. He's old. He's been there since like before. Yeah. You see? Maybe they're going to deploy him as an ambassador to Sudan or something. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that guy they, If they do that, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, but um, uh, Batabile, uh, we sort of expected it. Yes. Uh, this, this is one. Um, one minister that everyone was watching uh, should. should he appoint her. Mm. It would mean everything that he has, he has been saying. Well, her and Nambula Mokonyane as well. Yeah, well, Nambula Mokonyana. You see, with with Nambula Mokonyana, there, there hasn't been this um, long uh, protracted um, campaign mm. by uh, opponents of Rama of of the ANC um, to the extent that there had been legal challenges and so on. You must remember that, that there was a case uh, 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 by the the official opposition on specifically her and um, and uh, Malusi Kigaba, mm. uh, which he, he he was dealing with as a president. Even so, so, so with uh, Nomvula Mokonyane, it has not been uh, like that for 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 Lamini for the past how many years now? Four, yeah, yeah, four, yes, four, it's been a three long or four time. years. Yeah. Everyone saying, but why are you keeping her there? Mm. Uh, and there have been now examples with the judgment of the constitutional court uh, and so on. With even without uh, that, the judgment of the constitutional court, just the way she uh, got to um, social development and mishandled uh, the, the Sasa action. issue, yeah. everyone, even internally in the ANC. But how do you mess up the payment of, uh, of social <laughs> grants? It's, 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 it's yeah. yeah, but Nomvula, uh, uh, maybe, yeah, but Matabile was going to be a problem if he brought it. I I wanted to ask does this sort of show that Sora Maposa is, is, is trying to um, make good on his promises to clean up um, the state? Well, to, uh, it's, a, it's a touch and go, my guy. It's, he can try, but until he does it, I, I doubt then he will, he will have... Is this at least a start? It's a start, but, I mean, my guy, as we say now, we, we, we are not sure yet as to why, for instance. You see, uh, uh, going back to my point, I mean, that this is not about cleaning up, my mm. brother. This is about balancing factions. The only reason, probably, that Derek Hanekom didn't make it to, to, to this executive is because someone else from the other faction had to be accommodated and of he course. had to be sacrificed, mm. you know. He, the, the guy is relatively clean. Well, leave his uh, Twitter shenanigans. <laughs> but in terms of integrity and doing his work, he was doing quite well you know uh, people had really expected that he may even return to that particular portfolio because that is something that he had uh, come to master you know such yeah. that even 
opposition parties were in favor of his you yeah, know uh, opposition the parties everyone even industry you know would been welcoming yeah so and, it would have been a perfect return but because of the balancing act he had to be sacrificed and i i don't understand why would you sacrifice someone like that and bring back someone like uh someone like david marshall and the president like with this one of david marshall he didn't even mention it there he was so embarrassed we had to read it on the release wait But, but to last night, uh, you know, uh, you understand people change factions uh, and, and all of that, and he's there because of uh, the, the SACP. Mm. But to last night was the face of, of Nganda. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, he was, he the, was the one who denied it completely, didn't he? In fact, the, the reason, that part, was of, the, used part for of the reason this whole, that whole uh, matter ended up in the Concord, it was mainly because of to last night. He was the <sighs> leading man. And, and the then, uh, uh, how does he come back? Yeah. Ish. Now let's talk about this balancing of forces. With the most, I think the biggest surprise out of last night um, was the appointment of Patricia DeLille mm. as uh, Minister of um, Public Works and Infrastructure. What forces were being balanced there? Guys, what do you make of that appointment at all? Wait, let's talk wait, to Apiwe about this because wait, wait, um, wait, wait, that wait. was his former uh, leader. I'm not former leader this way. I didn't fall off my chair when I see that name. Yeah, I almost fell off my chair when I saw Njabulu Nzuza chief. We'll yeah, come yeah, back yeah. to that now, but let's talk about Patricia <laughs> DeLille quickly. Look, look um, Patricia DeLille, um, leading up to her forming the good party, you would have understood that there would have been negotiations with different uh, 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 parties, uh, whether or not to join the EFF, join the ANC, what, what. There had been rumors that the yes, ANC uh, were uh, offering her um, an ambassador at the real post and whatnot. But subsequently, after she had opened uh, her party, it killed some of those rumors. Yes. But if you spoke with people who were familiar with the campaign in the Western Cape, they would have told you that Of course, they were dismissed most of the time uh, offhand because of the unlikelihood of the uh, DA losing Western Cape. Mm. That uh, should they bring the uh, DA uh, under 50%, those people were saying they don't have a problem with offering Patricia Dilil the premier uh, position and then serving with her uh, in the Western Cape. Mm. So when then uh, that doesn't happen, um, she's unlikely to uh, leave her party just like that because she had shown that maybe she's, she is not ready to leave active party politics so she wouldn't be an ambassador then that's, that, that's a logical choice but I thought maybe they were going to offer her maybe uh, chairperson of Scopa mm. or something like that but yeah this one is a very nice reward eh? <laughs> and, and you see uh, just to add on appeal I obviously agree with him but I think the other thinking and strategy in the president's head with this one you remember that in South Africa there's been this growing cry within the colored community that they are left out the ANC is becoming a, an Africans black Africans only thing so and I, I think as a smart and strategic politician that he is the president of course has been hearing those things I mean you remember that all these uh, protests that have been breaking out in colored areas and in the main you would hear the rhetoric that is about their feeling of being isolated so also by bringing her in uh, you would know that Patricia has become to be known as this face uh, the unofficial face of the colored community so 
in a way he's also trying to address those things to say but you are also part of us so you know such that you are part of us we are willing to accommodate you even if you are outside the NC. so it's a very it communicates a whole lot of things and i think it is very strategic although none of us uh, even expected but i think the president is moving from a very strategic position with this particular appointment and and already uh, speaking to, to to what you are talking about about the colored communities and whatnot there's, there's there had been a, a big battle in 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 cape town particularly uh, about releasing pockets of land which are near to these leafy mm. suburbs, which are near mm. to uh, the CBD. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the things that uh, she and people around her are already saying uh, on public uh, platforms, or rather on, on Twitter, Facebook, that um, now that you are uh, going to that portfolio of public works, it's, it's that portfolio that owns these pieces of land and whatnot. This is an opportunity for you to release them. Uh, uh, and and allow for development of uh, low cost um, uh, housing for middle income and, and whatnot. So uh, I guess maybe it's a it's a strategic move uh, in part of uh, the president to say I'm trying to address what that government of Western Cape is unable to address. Although there's going to be big debates and politics back and forth about uh, why now or yeah, but. It, that that plays to that, and then that community s- stands to benefit the most because it's it's majority in the, in, the, in the Western Cape, and um, they too have been leading uh, some of the struggle, especially when you look at areas like Woodstock, which uh, is being uh, uh, they've been fighting against gentrification and whatnot and whatnot. So yeah. As, as as we were talking about earlier, Apiwe, um, you said another surprise for you was the appointment of Njabulo Nzuza, who comes from the ANC's Youth League structures in KZN. He's the outgoing Secretary General. And I think this has a lot to do with what you were saying, Zingisa, about balancing the structures. Solomon Maposa has always been looking for support from KZN, which is Jacob Zuma's sort of former stronghold, or his, still his stronghold. Does this Is this one of those efforts to show that we're trying to get in the support of the youth and the support of the Youth League from KZN? Absolutely. This is exactly it. Chief, Chief, wait, do we, do we agree that it's a, to, to, to get support from KZN or this is an ace appointment? <laughs> well, I think yeah, it could be an ace appointment <laughs> as well. I, I think this is an ace, ace appointment. appointment. But of course, okay, the president okay. would we've got two. We've got two views here. Let's take it one at a time. <laughs> okay. What, up you go first. Cole no, no, we've heard appointment. too much from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so no, look, uh, first, let me agree with him. It's, it's a bit of both. Of course. I mean, of course, uh, many of these appointments, uh, in fact, I highly doubt that half of these uh, pre- President Ramos, if he was an executive president who takes decisions on his own, he was never going to appoint half of these people. <laughs> so there's Ace in there, there's DD's people there. Mashlobo is one of them. DD had an influence there. <laughs> Everyone had an influence, but of course, uh, Nzuza is very close to the NCSG, uh, Ace Bakashule. But also, I with agree, I mean, because at the end of the day, they had to agree. I'm sure the president, by agreeing, would be of the view that, well, politically, this will work for me. This guy is from uh, KZ10, and there's been hostility against me, in fact, by not only by KZ10, by the uh, Youth League. So both those structures, if I include one of them, it may work in my favor politically. 
and uh, my life becomes easier. So I might as well agree. Of course, Ace would be the one pushing for it strongly, but the president would agree knowing that he has something to benefit, which is uh, me. Of, of course, Zuza is not that uh, influential in case of 10, but in case of 10, we know mostly if one of their own is in something, it generally it, it is being supported. So I think that's that's how it is. Um, you know, the, my my memory of Nzuza, when I saw this name, I, I, it just took me back to a protest I once uh, covered in the Western Cape, um, where they were protesting uh, to uh, uh, all companies. Uh, they went to Remco, by the way, um, protesting uh, against... Uh, hey, I'm not sure white monopoly capital or <laughs> they, yeah, but they bought all these products that are owned by Remcro, uh, Nivea, mm. uh, they bought uh, Supex and what, what, and they were spilling them on the <laughs> on the street. Um, they had uh, ice cream, no, uh, ice cream and everything. And then you are wondering, but this guy is the leader of the ANC Youth League. He's now the deputy minister. Of home affairs, which yeah. would be very interesting. <laughs> so now I'm thinking this this one's going to be a deputy minister, but he couldn't comprehend the fact that uh, he already bought this product that they are spilling on the street uh, to match to offices of someone who's not <laughs> even going to come out and attend to them. But yeah, um, let's hope um, uh, uh, after the youth league phase, uh, his, he, he will he would have grown um, uh, from that mm. and maybe. Uh, uh, you will get uh, a sensible guy who's so we, the deputy minister. We don't have enough time to go through every single appointment, yeah. but we're going to go through some of the big ones here. Um, let's go down the list. Um, the Minister of Communications, Stella under Benny Abrahams, is returning. Um, her job with the SABC was a bit under question um, yeah. before she was reappointed. And then another big appointment here is for the Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs in the form of Nkosazana Dlamini That's the Zuma. best appointment for me. What do you think? That? That's the best appointment for me. Why do I say this? Uh, Dr. Nkosazana Dlamini Zuma is a highly experienced. In fact, he, she, in this cabinet as is now, she's the most experienced person. And in her experience, it's not just experience of being in government, wherever she's been, she has proved to be a force to be reckoned with in that she turns things around. We remember earlier on in the late 90s when she yes. was Minister of Health, we know that today I can't smoke in the studio because of this lady. <laughs> she pushed <laughs> against and you big... And you're supporting this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you want a cigarette? Yeah, I would have loved to smoke, but thanks more than I can. <laughs> so she pushed against big companies uh, that are cigarette producers, and she won that fight. She went to Home Affairs. At the time when she went there, Home Affairs was a complete disaster. She turned it around. It's quite stable now, although there are still challenges, but to what it was when she took over, she went to the African Union, well, we know the African Union is a quite of uh, it's a big mess, but she tried uh, her best. Uh, I mean, uh, but in uh, fact, uh, under her leadership of the African Union, we have now the so called Agenda 2063, yes. which we don't know whether it's ever going to be implemented. <laughs> if you read though that document, you would see that it's quite a visionary one. So it's a nice wish list, isn't it? You know, so so. <laughs> She, she, with, with that, <laughs> with that kind of experience and a good track record, and uh, being a credible person general, in that she's she's not scandal prone like uh, many ANC politicians are, and the mess that uh, cooperative governments, municipalities are now, yeah. they would need someone with this kind of experience and uh, you know uh, 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 and credibility, and I think. 
now is about time. It just depends whether people are going to participate. But I think she's definitely going to make a mark. But Abir, what's interesting here is her deputy ministers in the forms of in the form of um, former Johannesburg Mayor Park Star and uh, Obed Bapela. Um, Park Star, the pres- he he's the president of Selga, which means he has some background in local governance. What do you make of this? Yeah, look, uh, Parks, even if you would have made him a minister of that uh, uh, portfolio, he would have had all the required experience. Um, uh, Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's a right choice. Um, uh, Deputy Minister Obed, uh, let's not talk too much about him. He was there uh, before. Uh, uh, Parks, Tao, you would... he, 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 He was the mayor of Johannesburg. When he took over... City of Johannesburg was scandal prone. Eh? Mm, it was. Uh, uh, his comrades were all uh, every second week <laughs> caught with the hand in the cookie jar and whatnot. So during his tenure, um, hey, but he also collapsed this thing, man. Hey, don't don't paint him as clean. Okay, continue. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm, 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 okay. I'm, 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 I'm saying during his tenure, yeah. most of uh, the problems were with people who were around him and who had served. Uh, uh, the previous term, mm-hmm. most of them, but yeah, uh, well, he, he lost the city of Johannesburg uh, for the ANC. So, but when you talk to him, he said, "No, we we, we tried." <laughs> but that's that's him. Good impersonation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ten points more than impersonation. Uh, if, if he was a minister, I was going to enjoy his uh, addresses. Eh? <laughs> Okay, so um, we've got William Keys going to um, the health portfolio. I think that I, one is perfect. That, as that's well. a that's yeah. a good uh, move, I think. Uh, wait, wait. I'm happy about uh, the removal of uh, not, not the shifting. The shifting. Let's put the shifting mm. uh, of the previous minister from that portfolio. We've had this discussion in this platform yeah. before, and uh, it seems he's going to, to cry there. Tuma Mina listens to uh, our podcast. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I think another one that we should look at is the return of Tito Mbowen. It's quite yeah. interesting. Eh? Uh, I'm, I'm not actually surprised about that. I didn't think Tito was ever going to go anywhere. Yeah, I know. This one is back to cook the books. But I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> with his cooking show, <laughs> So, but, you know, I, I mean, also I expected it. And I don't think it's a bad appointment at all. But, you know, I was a bit worried knowing that Kosatu is quite for a very long time. In fact, Kosatu has always, even when he was governor, had a problem yeah. with uh, Tito's ways. You would remember that even when he was appointed first time uh, last year again into this portfolio, they were the only ones within the Tripartite Alliance who said, okay, fine, but we don't really like this guy. You know, So I thought maybe in these consultation meetings they would push and also, strongly. If we remember, him. the unions were one of Ramaphosa's biggest supporters in the lead up to Nasdaq as well. So we yeah. thought that maybe he would go along with what they would have to say. Ab- absolutely. But then he's back and I think uh, it's not so bad a uh, thing. At least you will stop this bottom of cooking on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, uh, the other thing about Tito Mbowen is th- there are a lot of things that he would say uh, that people disagree with. Um, uh, it seems to me is 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 a, a perfect uh, minister for Treasury because Treasury it's not about uh, it's more so about ensuring that the job is done and less about appeasing uh, people uh, or political factions. Yes. Um, uh, He has proven in in this uh, small uh, period of time, short period of time, that despite the EFF making noise about who should constitute uh, uh, um, uh, the team that is going to appoint uh, 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 the the Reserve Bank, not the Reserve Bank, the, the SARS commissioner, 
uh, he's not going to uh, fall into that. Uh, he's going to let uh, the people that he believes mm. are the best to do the job yes. to actually go on and do the job yeah. despite uh, the political opponents. Well, it seems what Silver Mapoza is is he's unwavering on the economic port group of portfolios here. Yeah. Um, it was. It looks like these were his appointments and his appointments only. He, it didn't look like he left any space um, for negotiation around the economic um, hub of South Africa here, especially with those portfolios. I know Ibra, Ibrahim Patel is now being appointed as a as Minister of what is that trade. And, Trade in industry and economic development because yes. they've messed those two now. Yeah. I want to talk about just two more appointments before we sort of round up. Um, and that's the appointment of some youth, bringing some youth into the cabinet in the form of Ronald Lamolo uh, coming into justice and correctional services. I think that's a fairly good appointment as well. Um, yeah. Ronald's a stand up guy. Um, he's got a massive, well, he's got a substantial uh, background in law as well, which makes him quite suited for the job. Absolutely. And, and, and he, he, the guy has earned his stripes. Of course he has. Um, yeah. He has gone through, if, if you are looking at, if you are saying end his stripes uh, in the form of uh, how ANC views things, mm. he's, he's been through that uh, 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 grooming uh, project of theirs called the ANC Youth League. Mm. And he fought with some very powerful people during that time. Of course. And he never stopped up until, you remember those days, he camped outside... Uh, um, uh, the NEC meeting with uh, table and and Oros, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 but from a professional uh, uh, point of view, the, the guy uh, should be able to uh, deal with uh, that portfolio. Although, I mean, being a minister, you don't necessarily need to have a qualification in that uh, particular field. But I mean, plus is is young. Uh, it's good uh, that uh, actually he has a yeah. qualification. I, I, in fact, let me disagree with you on this thing. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Wait, I'm saying that in terms of the law. Yeah. No, uh, no. Yeah, in terms of the law, it, but, it, it, but it's good that they appoint it's someone. It's good that you appoint someone who's got experience in a particular field because it helps the job of a minister in the main is to agitate for policy so that you steer the department to whatever direction that you think would be to the benefit of South Africa. How do you do that if you are not clued up about what uh, are the going-ons in that sector? So I think he is good. Uh, Tito has got a financial background. He's also a good uh, appointment. Quede, he has been in mining. Well, I'm not sure about this Quede guy. (laughs) (laughs) But Lamula, going back to your question, uh, I mean, I think Lamula is quite a solid appointment, a principled young fellow. Um, We'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's quite a huge jump out of nowhere. My only concern is is exactly that, this huge jump in that it's it's relatively unprecedented that Mm. you would go he, this guy has never worked for for the state for of government course. like in inside the government bureaucracy not even for a local municipality as a mayor or something nah yeah. so I, I i don't know how long it will take for him to adjust to those things because the state can be quite frustrating in terms of the red tape and bureaucracy for people who are absolutely have no idea yeah. what's going well, on. Well, let's talk about two people who've come back to cabinet who have been in uh, working for the state before, um, and that's uh, Fikile Mbalula coming back oh, as the minister of transport. Parties every day. Pre taxi rank next week. I'm sure Beyonce is coming. And Blayton Zamande going back to higher education. Um, I know some students and some student movements are probably not very happy about that. But coming back to that, so we have two people who have worked in the state and in, ver- in, in, in these portfolios before. I'm not coming back in these various roles. Do you think they can make a difference this time around? Um, you see, uh, Bladen Zimande, 
the higher education sector up until uh, the issue which was mainly a question of uh, ANC policy rather than anything else of fees must fall um look at when he took over back in what 2009 was it uh, a, a, a department that was new yeah uh, I, I i would say that department functioned uh, uh, very well uh, it had done a lot uh, um, to address uh, some of our skills shortages not just when you look at uh, universities you must also look at uh, uh, Tivet colleges and so on, yeah. and you would have heard uh, uh, former President Tabombeg praising uh, um, uh, President JZ mm. for having introduced that department. It would have mean he didn't just introduce that department and it flopped. It yeah. didn't. Um, uh, the number of um, uh, 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 students who are coming from previously uh, disadvantaged backgrounds who then go on uh, uh, to do their further education and the funding that is provided for um they've done a lot yeah yeah plain uh, uh, is not a, a bad appointment there um how he's going to deal with he's uh, a bad appointment brother i would like to absolutely disagree with you how he's is going to deal with the opposition benches which have some of the fismas full yeah. uh, activists is terrible yeah. that free education saga was very very important and he failed dismally to deal with but, it. but I, i'm i'm saying up until then and then it no, was a question that, 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 of a policy of the ruling party and not a question of uh, their department but still so so you 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 had a question whereby it had to be deal, dealt with not just by his department but uh, up to the level of the presidency uh, so it, it was and, and when but, you were committing to I'm, that I'm the party on how the, on the party how at but, face value he dealt with the issue the guy was pure arrogant he just didn't care that, that attitude alone you can't operate in the space uh, that, that space of ideas because the higher education space is a space of contestation of ideas and if you come there with arrogance it means you are not fit for purpose okay. and he's, he's a doctor for that matter unfortunately that's all we have time for this week but let me just end it like this what I want you guys to do is to give me a rating out of 10 because various organizations are going to be doing this your rating from opposers cabinet out of 10 and a very short statement on why so mine i think is going to be a six out of ten mostly because we can see an attempt from ramaphosa here to sort of clean up the state um, but unfortunately still not good enough um, in terms of a total reform of, of the state and we still see some old people coming back in who have some dodgy backgrounds in the past and we thought that we would we would see a total reform coming from from Ramaphosa as he's promised. So much better than our previous president, but still not up to the level I expected him to to come off at. So six out of ten for me. Zangisa? Four out of ten. <laughs> Why do I say that? Many of these people, even others, I mean, people like Njimul I have no idea why Njimul would return into this department <laughs> at this age for the third term yeah. running. Does it mean that we are so poor in that sector that we will rely on this one old Goko to come back and back again? <laughs> no, we can't do that. No, severe Mapisa Ngakula defense and military violence. I don't uh, really agree. In fact, let me say, I mean, I'm giving him four out of ten because mainly I, I don't see, as you say, to agree with you the total reform that he had promised yes. and also by betraying us on the cutting of uh, the cabinet yes. I think that was a big, big, big dishonesty that he makes him 
deserve F4 and all these old people that are here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not going to rate him. No, uh, come on, you uh, must not. Uh, uh, but but, but <laughs> I will. I will. I will, I will, I will uh, say why. Okay. Um, you see, no, um, no, you then you are not allowed to talk. <laughs> Cut. Uh, I mean, close uh, the podcast. No, this guy can't speak on his terms. Talk. It's a democratic society. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I'm saying I'm not going to rate him just now. Uh, yeah. I, I'll give it time. Sure. Because sometimes. No, but rate the appointments. Wait, we are not saying rate wait, the ministers. Wait, wait. Uh, I'm saying sometimes the problem uh, that uh, you get ministers who are not working, mm. it's because of the head. Yes, their boss. So I, I can't rate them now. Maybe he knows something because these are his comrades. Uh, maybe he knows something we don't know. Uh, g- give it a year, yeah. uh, a year and a half. Then you will see that sometimes when there's a new boss, a culture change, and then you are shocked that uh, Balula is no longer uh, <laughs> all about parties and, and whatnot. You yeah. see what I'm saying? His, but, but maybe yeah. it's a bad example because he's so, known to work very hard when he's given a job, but. Yeah. You get you get my point. So there you have it. Stay tuned into Sunday Times Politics le- uh, Weekly for another year and a half, and we'll hear our POS comments and his rating. <laughs> no, it won't be. Thank you so Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, please follow us at st at hashtag st politics weekly on Twitter. You can also find our podcast on Iono FM, and we'll be sharing those links on Twitter and various social media. You can also find us on the Times Live website under the opinion and analysis sections. Guys, thank you for joining me in the studio this week. I'm sure by next week we'll have our other counterparts back in studio with us to add a bit of um, uh, flavor to this um, male patriarchal system we have going this week. We are (laughs) wrong with the Women's League. And thanks for joining us. We'll catch you again next week. Shabshab, Avnil.